Good evening. I'm David Suskind. More than 2,000 Americans have a price on their head. They are mafia informants. These marked men are living under secret identities provided by the Justice Department. My guests tonight, two men who actually testified against the mafia at the risk of their lives. CBS correspondent Fred Graham and other law enforcement officials discuss how the American alias program works and how effective it is or isn't. I'd like you to meet them now. First, Marvin cooperated with the Justice Department as a witness and an undercover agent. He was responsible for the arrest of more than 120 major underworld figures. Marvin is now relocated under the government witness protection program and is wearing a mask because his new identity cannot be disclosed. Edwin Steer is deputy director of the New Jersey Division of Criminal Justice. Mr. Steer was responsible for wiping out the Campisi family, a notorious mafia group, through the testimony of a hired killer, now free and living somewhere with a new identity. James Drucker is assistant district attorney, New York, Nassau County. As special attorney with the Justice Department, Mr. Drucker was involved in the relocating of 12 key witnesses. Herb is also in a mask. He testified in a loan shocking case in return for which the government granted him a new identity, which must still remain secret. And finally, journalist and law correspondent for CBS News, based in Washington, D.C., Fred Graham is the author of a book titled The Alias Program. Fred, what is the Alias Program? David, as you said, every country in the world needs witnesses to testify for the people, for the prosecution, in order to enforce the laws. But the United States, as far as we know, is the only country on this globe that has created an alias program. Uh, that has the sort of thing we see here tonight with people who have to wear masks because they testified for the public, for the prosecution. It was created secretly in the Justice Department back in 1970 by John Mitchell uh, when the Nixon administration was just getting its uh, so-called war on crime underway. It was slipped through, co through Congress. The, uh, Congress and the public were not told that they were going to go into the business of what we see here tonight, changing identities. Now today, out there amongst the people that are watching, there are 2,250 or so of these hidden witnesses. Uh, they're in all walks of life. They're, they have identities created by the Justice Department and a cover created by the Justice Department. And the reason really that we're here tonight is because it's not working. It is not working. No, it's not working the way it's supposed to, David. Two main reasons. There is a built-in uh, dilemma here because uh, with all due respect to the gentlemen who are here with us tonight, most of these people uh, who are relocated are hardened criminals. Uh, they've done that in the past and they're gonna, some of them are going to do it in the future. The Justice Department tells us now that at least 10% of them have been rearrested for committing crimes using their government cover and ha it has to be a much larger number that have committed crimes. So we've had a series of crimes committed by these people victimizing taxpayers who pay for the program, although we don't know it. And on the other hand, because of these crimes, uh, the Justice Department has started cutting back on the quality of the cover it gives. Right. And so... Let me ask a man who has been a government witness against the mafia. Is your life still in danger? I Marvin? really don't know. I 
what I can't see is what cover did they give us? I mean, what did they really do for us? Well, they uh, give you a plane ticket and a driver's license with another name, and you can't pick the place that you would like to go to. They pick it for you. Well, that's not always true, though, is it, Marvin? Well, it was true in my case. Now, with, uh, with, with all due respect to the gentleman in the masks, I think that there are a couple of things that Mr. Graham has said, and this gentleman said, that deserve some answer right, right at this point. Number one, when the program was started, it really was nothing new except in terms of the resources that were put together for it. Uh, when Mr. Graham says it was slipped through Congress, the implication is that somehow it was illegal, improper, not done before, uh, and then as the Nixon administration slipped it through Congress, uh, all of a sudden something was new was created in our midst that we now have to deal with. It's not really the case. We've been relocating witnesses for many years now, long before the witness relocation program was started. If, it was advocated by, by prosecutors for, for quite some time to deal with organized crime, and I think it's, it's essential. But then you, why wasn't it done publicly? I mean, why didn't they admit to the public in Congress in 1970 when the, when the money was voted that that's what they were going to well, do? Well, there, there was testimony that, that was presented, as you point out in, in your book. There was testimony that was presented indicating what the government was trying to do. There was no attempt to conceal it. Well, there was they no just need didn't to tell advertise. the truth. There was no need to advertise. You mean no one they asked? They didn't misrepresent it. Oh, they that's didn't ridiculous. Say that they didn't say that, that they weren't going <laughs> to do something. If we could get off this point, do. the program is in effect. You are in hiding Yes. at this very moment. Yes. You live in some distant place. That's correct. You have a new name. Yes. You have a new Social Security number, driver's license. Are your wife and children with you? Yes. Right. But none of this... Are was... you safe? Do well, people want you dead still? Not that I know of. I'm not sure. There's no way to know because you, you really don't have any contact. You, ha you have no way of finding out from uh, people in justice who have affected the move because they're not capable of knowing. They're a very inept group. Uh, they don't do anything. Who's to inept? The entire marshal service. That, uh, I, I think they consist of perhaps uh, 2,500 people in the entire service. I would say that uh, I've come across perhaps 100 of them who might be classified as professionals. All the rest are has-beens, never-wases, uh, people who don't know the first thing about security. Well, what would you security. say professionals? How could they be professionals? They guard prisoners and being, bring prisoners from the jail into courtrooms. I mean, most of them have an IQ of about 85 or 90. Yeah. You know, you, uh, they've you, been in the Army for 20 years. They're too young to retire. Uh, in life, so they get out after a pension and they take a job for $9,000 a year. I just want to, going back to your original question, how in God's name can the, uh, the, to, the in, to defend the marshals from how can they know whether or not uh, your lives are in danger? I mean, that's something that, if your life is in danger, a very select group of people out uh, wherever you were dealing before would know, but they're not going to broadcast Mr. Jerker, to the if you will testify against a mafia figure on loan sharking or uh, narcotics or whatever the charge may be, if you put the finger on him and you are central testimony to his conviction, aren't you as good as dead if the government doesn't do something to I don't think so. I think it, um, I think it has away? to be treated on a case-by-case -case basis. It depends on how close you were to him, uh, whether or not you're uh, just a fringe associate or whether you're one of their own that they have to set an example. In a very, very small percentage of the cases is the witness testifying against a, a, an organized crime figure, is his life actually in danger? Now, if it's another organized crime figure doing the testifying, I think that's story. the highest rate of danger. If it's a victim, uh, a businessman or something like that, it's probably the lowest rate. Well, of this was one of the